Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. Hello, everyone. So today I have a really very, very special guest, uh, my friend, our friend, uh, Olga Chin. She's the founder of Enterprise Technology and the former banker. And I wanted to add that she's also mompreneur, entrepreneur, started her own business. So, so Olga, I just wanted us to chat about, you know, business, happiness. How do you handle all of this on a daily basis, you know, with the two kids and, uh, and yet being like so successful? So that's really fun to talk to you about. So I do have two kids uh, in terms of background. Um, I had my daughter kind of very early on in my life, um, you know, before I was senior in banking, worked a lot of hours. So that was a tough part of my life. I would say right now it's a little better because I can balance it more. And I think that a lot of it, so I have two kids. One of them is 12, one of them is six. But I do have a dog. I don't know if you know about that, but I do have a dog as well. I, 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 I learned Three that you kids. have a dog. She <laughs> uh, takes up a lot of time. Um, but, you know, look, um, I have a lot of support. I'm very grateful for support from my husband, but also being able to kind of compartmentalize things, right? Um, I'm a big believer that there are certain things that are important in personal life and in professional life. And I don't focus on the minutiae details or anything else. I, I know that there are goals, right? There are goals and, you know, both for my kids where I know that it's important for them to do X, Y, and Z, right? Um, and, and that's kind of what I focus on. I know I can't do it all. Um, same with the business side too. Um, I try not to get bogged down on details necessarily, the, the unnecessary details, but always have this like North Star in mind. What am I trying to do? So same for the kids. Like, what do I want them to, to be like? So, you know, you said a bunch of interesting things, but I wanted to start from that, what you said at the end, that, that, that really big picture. And I know one thing for sure, that successful people always have that big picture. It's not about little details. They will outsource, and we can talk about that, you know, all these little things that somebody else can do for them, and yeah. even big things, right? Hire the mm-hmm. best people they can. But that's the big picture for business. For family, I, I really didn't think of that way. And that's why I think, um, you know, I don't think I was, well, I wasn't that good as you are today with your family and with the business. You know, I was doing okay, but seriously, so it's, it's really hard. So, and you also said something that you compartalized, right? And that's something that's really, really important, right? So, um, and I know you have a lot of help. A lot of people have help, but they don't, they still, you know, they still struggle, you know, they still struggle uh, balancing business and, uh, and the personal life. And, and, and you said also something interesting. You said, now you have a more, I mean, when you were, you know, a senior banker, you worked crazy, crazy hours. And, and I assume you do now too. So what's the oh, difference between- But it's easier. Own? It's easier. Tell me it's why, easy. why? because I'm in control of it. Uh, because Bratza, and that's one of the biggest advantages of running your business is 
on one hand, you do work a lot more hours. And a lot of it is also like your brain is on all the time. That's the biggest difference. When I was a banker, my hours were pretty bad. But then I was able to say nine o'clock at night, I'm going to put my phone away. And I really don't necessarily care. Here, I care. Right? You know, that is so cool because um, I don't know if you know, I don't think you do, but I actually left my job and this will be my full-time thing, you know. It's awesome. Uh, and, and it's, thanks. And it's really interesting what you said, like it's 24 seven, it never stops, you know. And this morning I woke up at 3.30, four o'clock I was up, I did my exercise, I've been working since then. And it's not to say that there were not days when I worked as much you know, doing, doing for the company, but it's just, you're right, it's a different. And in, in a way, it's harder, actually, because it's you always- harder, but Don't you also feel that, you know, for, for example, my team, my entire team at Enterprise knows that between the hours of 3.30 and 4.30 or 5, you're probably not going to get much of a response from me, right? So because they understand. But then if they need something, I'll always be there at night and I offer the same flexibility to everyone. But of course it's different for me, it's my thing. But I think Bratza, my advice to you is, you know, the flip side of this is that your brain is always on. You're always thinking, well, did I miss something? I can always, you can always do more. That's like every day I go to sleep being like, well, my to-do list didn't really get shorter today, probably got longer. But I found ways to, shut it off a little bit so i can tell you like some of my um techniques yeah how, yeah how do you do that i i found forms of exercise where it's really really difficult on the body such that you're not thinking about work um you know i, I love for example zumba where the music is so loud that you're not going to be thinking about work and i also um recently um, about a you know half a year ago, I restarted doing Bikram yoga, and that is um, that is exercise that you do in like hundred seven degree room for ninety minutes. And trust me, you're not thinking about anything else besides the fact that you're gonna die in the next like ninety minutes. And that to me is like I need that. I need to shut my brain off sometimes. That's that's a really good point because certain exercises don't shut off the brain. Like you might be doing a little bit downstairs on a treadmill, but keep thinking of something else. Like, you know, sometimes I used to, and I'm trying to do what you just said, you know, to make sure that brain is shut off uh, from, from, uh, from your internal dialogue and your business creation stuff. Uh, how, how about the children? So, you know, I, I, you know, both of you guys, you and your husband are very successful people. He's, uh, he's like amazing scientist and, and I happen to know him personally. And that's why I said it. And it's like the nicest scientist I met, uh, the nicest guy and, uh, and so, so successful and so are you. And, and yet you uh, find so much time and priorities and, you know, with your family and kids. How, how does that work? You know, here's it is, you know, Olga wakes up whatever time and how does your day goes when you wake up and how does it go? What do you do and how do you fill the time with the children? Um, well, first of all, I, my entire family is very supportive, including like even the dog to some degree, <laughs> uh, because they understand. They, they understand. We all, when, when I started Enterprise, 
um, and I left my full-time job. And that's a really big decision. I'm, I'm, you know, huge. Ecologically, it's huge. Everybody has to be bought in. I actually feel like the the people who are the most successful, as I see, and they have some friends who have amazing businesses. Your entire, like your husband, your spouse. If your spouse is not is supportive, that's like half the battle. So for us, um, my husband is not necessarily a morning person, so he takes care of kids in the mornings a lot, um, nice. and he lets me. Um, kind of start very early on we have some part of the team overseas and so they start working earlier so it's really helpful um, if I'm there in the morning but in the afternoon a lot of it is like you know I I take over but Bratza I'll, I'll tell you my kids very well understand like, that there could be conference calls that there are some important ones and frankly that's a good lesson for them too that there are some days that you know, I'll be there. I'm, for example, today is a good example that at one o'clock, I'm a room parent for my kids' uh, class and we're doing a Halloween party for them. So I'm doing that. I'll take off in at one to two and then at two o'clock, I have a very big call with one of the top banks, right? So, you know, you can balance it very well as long as you, you're you focused and my kids very much understand that. I think it's, I hope that they learn the grit concept from it. You know what? They they do learn a great lesson. But I think what's happening is is they are understanding because. They understand. There's something because. Now, like when I was, um, you know, this was a full-time job and I also always had some part-time businesses. I I always had an office, even in a small apartment in Brooklyn. And our son, he grew up that way. The door was closed. And he was like, you know, four, five years old. He would knock. If there's no answer, he would never, ever come into the room, right? I would just come out, you know, if I worked from home, get to the kitchen. My wife would be there. She would be like, what are you doing here? I was like, it's a, I want to have lunch. She, Go work. I'll bring you lunch, right? So so what you just said is really key that, that everybody understands and that without support of family, one or two things are going to happen. Either... You will not have that family anymore, <laughs> right? You might yeah. be extremely successful, but you might lose them. Or you will not knock the business and say, forget it. I won't go back to my family. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I think it's just one of these two things. And, and that's my Brett, you know what I also found that, that was really interesting to me is that my family is okay talking to me about it. So you've met my mm. husband. He's probably the opposite of me personality-wise. He's very calm, very even key, like nothing ever bothers him. I'm the opposite. I'm more emotional. The really cool part, and I'm lucky with that, is that he listens. He listens and he will talk about it. Whereas I think that he could have said, look, I'm, I'm tired of you talking about work all the time, right? Um, and kids are this, they kind of the same way. So they hear this, but we also, you know, to go back to your earlier question, day to day, right? Um, we do family, I cook almost every night. So we, we do that. So that's really important to me. And I enjoy it. I have, I have like music on in the kitchen. It's really fun. Um, and then there are other things that are important. Like my kids speak Russian. That's important to me. So, you know, I read to them at night. So they're like, but it's not important to me. What like some of the other stuff is not important necessarily. So. Nice, but but you know what, but again, I think what lesson is for people that we can draw is it's not, this 
just didn't, I know you keep saying, right? They support you, but this just didn't happen. This is the relationships that you guys worked on for years, right? And you probably will be working like I am with my wife and kids until the day I'm around here because it doesn't stop. That work doesn't stop, right? It really does not. And, and that's I what- I my you. mom and dad. Yes, you're right. absolutely right. Yeah, that is my mom and dad, but go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's really I I, I think that's the, the relationship that we establish, um, and that like you said, I mean, your parents establish and starts from you know early age. That that's that's really that's what get us to the point, right? To that's what got you to the point where you are today. I think. I think that for me, my so my husband is is one pillar. Um, I mean, my mom and dad, they've never not been supportive. Ever. That's amazing. I, um, I, and I happen to know that they support you even today, that they do some, you know, work, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, they do. Um, it was funny. Um, so my, my father got involved with enterprise kind of early on, um, mostly because I hired developers and he came in. He's like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? <laughs> so he, he stays involved. And I tried to convince him to join full time. And I said, Dad, you know, like, you know, if you don't join full time, I'm going to hire somebody for that role. And he gets very offended. But, <laughs> um, and so I think to him, this is like such a cool thing that he's doing. And my mom, you know, I like to say she butts in like, you know, to project manage. She thinks that she can get everybody in line. So they enjoy it. I actually think like I feel so bad asking them for help. But I got to tell you, I think it actually makes them happier somehow. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's not that you ask them for help. It makes them happier. Because, you know, and, and again, that's the relationships with our kids that we establish in early age stage. And we want to keep supporting them, you know. And that's what makes us happy. You know, that's, that's true. That's true. There's a part my dad once said, he said that if I'm not involved, everybody's going to cheat, you know, and they're not going to do a good job. Like, I have to make sure that they do a good job. I was like, okay. Dad, you go do that <laughs> if it gives you pleasure. Now, it's I think it's really important um, for me personally. I think that's what makes it or breaks it. And again, I've seen kind of stories like that. Um, and also, here's the other piece that I think is really important. So my family's support of me is not dependent on the outcome of it. And that is really critical because... I know fully well that, and this is not going to happen, but if enterprise fails for whatever reason, they're not going to think differently of me. And that I know is, that is also the key. That is also the key, especially, you know, with you and your husband and kids, um, establishing that from the very beginning, that's also the key. So that's, you know, you, it's 100% support. Uh, now, you know, some people may say, well, you know, I don't have that support, you know, from my husband, from my wife, from my partner. I don't have that support from my kids. What do I do? <laughs> Seriously, some people will just say that, like, and, and there's no simple answer. But is there any recommendation? <laughs> then you have to love yourself that much more. No? Everything, start, everything starts from, from us loving ourselves. My self-love is the first. And I struggle with that, Bratza. I know my mom actually does that very well, but and she's a big believer of that. You have to 
love yourself like somebody else, right? Because we're so hard on ourselves. We're constantly in our heads, like, am I doing a good job? Did I do this? Did I not do that? But we have to, you have to put that behind you. So if you don't have that support network, it's all the more important that you develop the self-love. It's unconditional love. Give yourself an opportunity to fail. And that's okay. It's, it's okay. There is no success without failure, is it? No, absolutely not. And there's, it's hard. It's really hard. And there are days, you know, my company and um, I have a partner in the company. His name is Dylan. We joke a lot at, that every day is like eating glass, literally. It's hard. And every day there are problems. And then you step back, you're like, oh, my God, we created this company. We have like all these big clients. But day to day, oh, my God, it's brutal. It is brutal. It makes day you cry everything. <laughs> day to day could be. And, and, and I understand you have like, you know, your clients are some of the largest banks. I mean, you guys are doing really like amazingly well. How, how, how long ago? When did you start Enterprise uh, uh, Technology? Um, so I went full time in July of last year. So just a little over a year ago. It was percolating as an idea for a few months before that, but we didn't really have much until we all, you know, that I, when I could go full time, um, I've thought about it for probably a year, um, and started kind of working on prototypes and so on and so forth. So, but officially we're just a little over a year old. So very new, very new. It's amazing. And you already have how many employees or people working? Just a little under 20. But we are about to do a fundraising, and so we're going to probably three times that, so triple the employees. And I have no idea how, by the way. So, if you yeah. have, <laughs> so 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 you know what what you that's another key. I mean, honestly, to to business success and happiness. What you just said, I have no idea how. You know how many times I said that to you know I just did something recently with my business and. Um, there was uh, another individual who said, it's really impossible. Like you just started, you can't. I was like, yes, I can. And, and I, I, I don't know how, but I'll do it. <laughs> so you that's learn. success. You, you learn. learn. What would you suggest um, folks who, you know, uh, maybe particularly moms, because, because that's really, really, I, I think sometimes moms struggle to start their own business we all do, but particularly because, let's be fair, we all think we're sharing and we should be, and of course we are, you know, responsibilities equally, but mom is mom, you know, it's just, it's just so much more. Oh, it's not equal, Bratza. It's <laughs> not, I know, we try, I'm trying, but it's not. So, so what would you suggest to do, you know, let's say, because I have a lot of folks, you know, my students who, you know, they might have a full-time job, they want to move into something else. Maybe it's a little part-time coaching. Maybe it's, you know, some of them, you know, want to start a company. But again, you really have to be careful. You can't just drop everything you have unless, unless you have a, um, you know, not just moral support, but let's be fair, money in the back so you can live a year or whatever, you know, however you design it. So what would you suggest them to do? What, what are the steps? How, I mean, how to... Bratza, I think that the reason you, what you said right now, why that happens is because moms have a lot of guilt, right? Mom have, moms have guilt that, well, I'm not 
baking cookies for you know the school that oh I'm not gonna be that mom that drives my son to soccer practice right and you always feel guilty like I should be doing more and social media these days it makes me feel horrific like I'm not doing half the things that apparently everybody else is doing but at the same time I think what you got to understand is like well but what are the values that you want to teach kids so start from there right is the value that you know I'm making cookies all day long maybe not right um, you know, and, and that's okay. For me, the values are that I want them to be proud of me, proud of themselves and know the value of hard work. And so if you look at it, but it's hard, you have to remind yourself that every day, right? So when you're a mom that struggles to figure out a daycare situation, well, why is my kid in daycare longer than other kids? Let's take that as an example. When you pick them up, instead of feeling guilty, Explain to the child, look, mom has to work and this is why she works there. And aren't you proud of her? She did this today. It's so cool, right? Um, I, I can tell you, um, for example, my, my daughter, um, sometimes there are like different articles that are like getting published um, with my interviews or whatever it is, right? Nothing, nothing major, but she loves that stuff. She'll, she'll go and she'll uh, scroll through it and she's so proud of it. And that's what I want to teach her. Not necessarily that, Hey, I, I was never, you know, my, my kids were always the last ones to get picked up at daycare. And, and that's okay. Like, I'm okay with that. They get picked up. They, they never really, you know, there's no day <laughs> well, when uh, well, you guys didn't show up for three days. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. They, you know, my they, parents they, once did that, by the way, Brad. So I'll tell you yeah. that story off the podcast one time. <laughs> but yes, I've always picked up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's, I mean. You're absolutely right. We keep thinking, you know, if I don't, you know, yes, I think you're right. You're right about guilt. And of course, you know, as a mom, but I think um, learning them, you know, hard work and that gets valued is like so important, right? And honestly, I think I think what what's really the most important is what they see at home. It's not like what we tell them, but what yeah. they see with you guys doing today, that's that's what somebody told me, you know, 30 years ago when my son was little, just don't worry about it. You know, we lived in Brooklyn and you start worrying about all this stuff and drugs. And, and you go, you know what? They're going to like do all kinds of things you don't want them to do. But the bottom line is what they see at home. That's what they're going to take. And it's also the small step. So I think the second piece of advice is somebody said that. So none of this is, by the way, original. Um, I take a lot of different things from friends, but Somebody said that every day, if you have a goal, every day have a step towards that goal. What did you do to accomplish that goal? Because otherwise you're wasting a day. Even if it's something so minuscule, just start and every day do it's one step forward. Because what ends up happening is that after a year of small steps, you'll get somewhere amazing and you'll look back and like, whoa, how did I do that? And that's how I think about my career journey. I actually have a friend, to, to your point, um, one of my friends actually just started a coaching business, um, you know, kind of like executive coaching um, with a little twist to it. She's a single mom. She just got divorced. She, was in, she has some health issues as well, but she really wants to do it. She feels like it's her calling. And every day she's like, I don't have time for anything. I have two kids. 
my husband, you know, ex-husband doesn't help. But every day she's like, well, what do I do? And she's thinking about it. And I, I think she looks going to be hugely successful. So, it's, that, that, Thanks. That's a great advice. I actually asked the folks, my coach, the same thing. What are you going to do today that will get you closer to that end goal? Whatever that goal is, you got to have that and then do little steps. That's that's a great advice. So, so basically, you know, you're telling them to set that goal, whatever it is that they want, you know, create that passion, calling, right? And then every day do a little step and they'll get there, right? If that's what they really want, right? If they have that big why, if they have that big why, they'll get there. Is that true? But how do you develop the why? That's the hard well, piece, right? Well, well, here's my question to you then. <laughs> we are, what was your why? You had to have big why. Why did you start doing what you're doing today? You know, Brantz, a lot of people ask me that question, and I actually don't really have a great answer. I wish I did, and I'm just not going to lie to you. I don't. Um, I think that as a as a child, you know, there's there were folks in Russia that doubted. You know, I was really shy as a kid, um, and I I want to do something great. Like I really do. Um, I'm fascinated. I look up to people who start their own businesses, who are successful. I am so, again, fascinated by them. I think it's amazing. And those are my role models. And at some point I, I thought, well, if I look up to those people, you know, let me try to do it instead of, you know, coming to work every day and not enjoying my job. So there was a lot of like that kind of psychological thing. Um, and then the further that I get, the more opportunities we uncover. And what I, um, it's interesting because I actually do this thing called investor letters. So for the past year or so, I have written a monthly letter to our investors and friends and supporters. And a lot of it is like, well, you know, we hired two employees, we did this, we did this release. And so we make them sound super exciting and they are, but you know, they're, it's just a summary. Now, Bratza, the coolest thing is when you look back. And there was one investor who said, why don't you save all those letters? And once every year, just go to the last year's one on that same month. And I did that. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, we've done so much. We were like babies back then. <laughs> now we have this. And I think it's really important to give yourself credit because Every day is so hard, but just think back. Where were you last year? Could you imagine doing this last year? And I think I think it's it gives me at least confidence for sure. Because yeah. if I could do that in a year, would have how right right now for me we have these like huge goals, right? We're gonna raise a lot of money. We have these partnerships with uh, some of the largest banks, but I couldn't even imagine that a year ago. Yeah, that, that's that, you know, what I call success file. In the old days, there was a file cabinet. You know, like, well, we still have some, some of us. <laughs> and then, you know, you put your file, and I, years ago, created that success file. And I would put things that I did really well. And every once in a while, when I feel down, I just open it up and go, oh, look what, what, look what I did, right? So that's, that's a great, uh, great exercise. And, and thanks for so being so honest to say, hey, and some of us, you know, don't think or don't maybe have that big why. But it sounds like in your case, 
you know, at least a little while was to prove myself and to prove other people that I can do this. And I'm doing and the team for the team as well. I have an amazing team and they have the same thing. We get on the phone. I'm like, guys, can you imagine like what we've just done? And it seems like to them, they're like, well, yeah, we kind of knew that like we didn't. Well, but and Bratsy, it actually works really well for kids, too. So what my husband and I do in the basement, we have boxes where I store their artwork every year and I label it like Natalie grade five. Right. And sometimes we go back um, and say, like, do you want to take out a box? And so we take out a box and she would look at her painting. She's like, I did that. I was like, yeah, imagine how far you've grown. Right? It's the same exact idea. I think it works really well. Great, 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 great lesson learned uh, that you shared. And, it, and it's uh, at the end that we should really, you know, never compare ourselves with other people, but compare ourselves with ourselves. So you can only look back and see yeah, how so. was I a year ago. <laughs> That's what I'm comparing myself. I can't compare myself with somebody else. Totally different circumstances, million things. But I can compare myself with me year ago. That's mm -hmm. what you, you're doing, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, it's, that's exactly what I, I think we do. So Awesome. Now listen, Olga, thank you so much. This was such an amazing, beautiful discussion. And uh, I know that listeners will just, they just got so many lessons, I can't even repeat them. They need to listen to this from the beginning. It was really good to see you. Thank you so much. I, I hope this was helpful. But Bratza, thank you so much. Really good to thank, see you. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure seeing you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.